This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, right. I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today on these Fridays. Jeff Ash joins us from Heritage Bank, our fine sponsors, all these Years now, really, we're up into the 920 range for episodes on this, Lefty. So thanks, as always, Heritage Bank, for being our sponsors right from the beginning of the podcast here. That's for sure. And on into the new year we go. Lots of, uh, you know, uh, sports stuff we can talk about. But, you know, there's bigger things in life. We just enjoy (laughs) talking sports because nobody gets mad about it. uh, And nobody gets mad about their, their mortgage rates and things like that either. That's always a big time in people's lives when they're, you know, talking to you, mm-hmm. getting a mortgage, considering sometimes buying their first house or their dream home or a second home or, or just upgrading a little bit. Uh, lots of things. And that's been, uh, it's been quite a strange market over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's been super strange. Um, when you've been around for a while, like I have, you've kind of, it's easy to think you've seen it all. Um, and I think some of it is relative because you go through these ups and downs and there's things that are somewhat similar, but nobody could have really predicted. Well, of course there are people out there that predicted the pandemic, but you couldn't really predict what that was like and how the impact that it had. I know I was looking at some, you know, cause right now you're kind of doing some of your goal sheets for production and you look back on well, what was last year and the year before. And I happened to get into 2020, which was just a crazy year um, statistically wise too and just the volume and and the way rates were but I I know I talked for a second before we started um, I've seen it all of a sudden been seeing a lot of things on my feeds and social media about you know what's going on in the in the mortgage world and more importantly with interest rates um, you know we've we've talked not so much in this show but just in the in the media and what and whatever and even just in your conversations about rates going up and they went up you know we were close to eight percent um just a few months ago and they've actually dropped almost a percent and a half which should be like newsworthy because of how much they've dropped but i think we're trying to figure out you know what what is going to be the new normal and then now we're going to throw into an election year which always is kind of a wild card too because you could go on the side you know, not to get political, but you could go on the, you know, well, we want it the way it was because we liked those rates, you know, and we liked all of the stuff prior to the current administration. But you can also go with, well, the current administration could do, you know, are they trying to get some votes here and, and maybe rates are going to drop in the current administration. So as far as trying to gauge what could happen, I think it's hard to do, but there is a lot of stuff out there right now with people talking about a drop in rates. Um, and then that translates to, well, what, what does that mean? Because I think so many people, and especially like in our area, Todd, we, it's kind of a conservative, you know, Dutch. We don't want to take too many chances around here, so we don't see a lot of the highs. We don't see a lot of the lows. And that can be really good for stability. Um, but it can also, if things seem like they might be risky or whatever too, it can really slow things down, which we've seen. Um, we've seen that we don't have enough inventory, and we've been singing that song for three, four years now. There's just not enough things on the market. Um, there's people that have been looking for months and years even, you know, for a property. But I also think with the current rate environment, it makes them kind of hold back. And what I'm speaking to maybe isn't so much in our Wilmer area. It's maybe a broader scale because, you know, the message out there is, well, 
if this really does happen, that we have this rate drop, um, again, we could see something similar to what we saw before. Not necessarily, oh, rates are going to be in the twos and threes, but all those people that are stacked up waiting for these homes, if people then, you know, if we get a bit of a rate drop and now these people want to sell their house and buy another one, you're going to have so much competition again for whatever those properties are. And they're just talking how it could get a little bit wild again, you know, because we were seeing um, like appraisal waivers. We were seeing appraisal gap coverage, which would mean, let's say you wanted to pay 300000 but appraised for two you You're saying, I'll pay the 20000 You know, I, I'm going to, whatever I got to do, waive inspections, all kinds of crazy stuff as far as like almost losing reality of the art of the deal. And that's been hard for me because there's, as much as I'm a little bit of a risk taker and a gambler and things like that, I still don't try to be foolish, especially with my customers' plans and, you know, money. But you still have, it's still hard to kind of gauge what is it going to be. And that's what we're trying to figure out. And I, of course, you can claim to be an expert out there. I'm not an expert even after 27 years or whatever that I've been doing this. But it's just, I think it's really hard right now to necessarily sit on the sidelines too much because the idea could be, if you really don't have to, I get it. But if you really need to do something, it's not a bad time to do it. And then we're kind of looking a little bit more with the idea. Let's look for an opportunity to refinance here in a couple of years. Yeah, that costs money, but we're only going to do it if it makes sense. But yeah, it's it's a challenging time right now. Yeah, that's right. So people, you know, we got more so interesting. Used- maybe is a better word, yeah. right? Since we're talking about the interest rate, yeah, people got so used to that. I mean, we had low interest for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, of course, your savings was nothing then either. You got you wanted right. to buy uh, some sort of a savings bond or whatever. You didn't get any percentage yeah, on that either. Yeah, we're paying five and a half percent. I know on a five month CD. Yeah, right CDs. So that's right. I have a couple of our checking. CDs. Ac- we have a checking account right now at the bank that's paying over four percent. It's kind of right. it's one where you have to have a little bit higher. You know, like so much has to go into it each month, but it's not crazy if you make a little bit of money. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's something that you can get. So yeah. so that's kind of the trade off right now. Um, as far as spending and stuff out there, I've had this conversation a lot, and I'm one that, you know, likes to go for a weekend and have good food, have some drinks, you know, whatever. So, I mean, and that involves putting gas in your car. It just doesn't feel like there's any spot where you're, like, getting a break right now. It's like everything is costing more. Yep. It's just crazy what some stuff is costing out there. And, yeah. and again, I think it that's a product now of how slow it's been in our market. I mean, I, I talked to local competition and stuff too and realtors and it is it's as slow as i can remember and it couldn't really be much slower i mean it's it's slow right now Mm -hmm. and and some of that is the holiday is always there and i was having this conversation with one of our other mlos yesterday too because uh, he says you know i get real grumpy this time of the year every year and i try to catch myself you know hey it's going to be okay because for most of us we're just paid straight on commission Mm -hmm. so it isn't just like, oh, big deal if you're busy or not, Ash, you know, just go golf, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but I really only get paid if I produce. <laughs> right, so, right. so I have to produce um, in order, you know, for my life to to function the way that I want it to. So um, it does put some pressure there too. And that's it's this isn't about me and that part of it, but just the understanding of when it gets slow like this, I can really gauge if it's slow or not. It isn't like, oh, sweet, it's slow, so I have more free time. Yeah. That's okay for a little while, and I keep telling myself year after year, I'm like, just enjoy that time. Try to, you know, get your brain straight, which could never happen to me. But, <laughs> but just you know, get make sure your mental health is good and whatever else for a little bit here because it's going to get busy again, and uh, we're kind of in that mode now. And I hope things are going to happen. But 
I'm very curious what is going to happen with rates, like a lot of people are. But What is it today? Well, you could probably, and there's been so many different things added into the market, like by Freddie and Fannie, that it makes it so hard to say, well, rate is just six and a half. You know, I mean, it's just different if you're purchasing, refinancing. It's really changed now. If it's a second home or investment property, they get a little bit higher higher yet rates. But mm. um, to give you an idea, I would say, you know, the rates finally came underneath seven. So you're probably in that six and a half range on a 30 year and maybe closer to six on a 15 year. Um, but Again, with credit scores and different things, it, it's kind of all over the board. It went up a little bit to start the week, and now it's come down a little bit. Um, but I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to happen this year, obviously personally, because I want to be busy. I like to do mortgages. I like like to be busy. Right. Yeah, my brain just works better when sure. I'm busy. I get super unproductive when I'm not busy, too, and yeah. it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. Don't feel like doing anything. And then if I do get a deal, it's like, oh, I got a few days to get that going, you know, and things like that, too. So you just – I'm more like – just the busier I am, the better I can function and things yeah. like that too. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's it's got to be one of the slowest times ever. And if somebody's telling you that, that it's not, they're not telling the truth because mm. it, it's pretty slow out there. Um, few deals here and here and there. But I think as spring rolls around here, and I, I think that's been odd too because it's been the nicest fall slash start of winter that you could have. Mm. So you can't say, well, who wants to go look at houses now in a foot of snow and everything else you're like Geez, it's been great weather to look yeah, at house you know, look at houses so yeah. um i think people are in a little bit of a holding pattern um all over but some markets are still very competitive but there just overall isn't enough stuff for sale and that's really the problem yeah because people are afraid of leaving their three and a half percent mortgage for a seven yep, percent mortgage so they don't want to do that they see that it does over the life of a loan cost a lot more money but once those rates start to come down it, we may not see as low a mortgage interest rates as we had for years, right? I mean, that yeah. might not. But right. we, have, we have 5% is a healthy interest rate to pay. I don't want to say an interest rate. I don't want to say a number. That's not up to me. I don't know. Yeah, but but no. it doesn't have to be back down to 3% to still be a no. good buy. And I think I think people are starting to adjust to, okay, rates are up. You mm. know, because you have that initial shock right away, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, and let's stop the presses. We aren't doing anything. This is the sky is falling. You know, I cannot believe this is happening. And yeah, then you pull out your old book. Well, you know, and you talk to mom and dad at Christmas. Well, you want to know when we bought our first house, it was at 16%. And those are true stories. And I think it's good to understand history. I like history and stats and things like that too. So I I do think that's good to draw on. Not, Not to say our economy is like it was back then, but I'm, and I've said this a hundred times on the show, but I'm a life is relative guy. So there's still a relativity about the income that we're making and everything else that's in the economy that was still had similarities to the way the economy was then. You know, I mean, what a good job was was probably percentage-wise similar to what it is now and the cost of living and, and interest rates and whatever else, but um, and the cost of a home, you know, and, and stuff like that. But we got so caught, and depending upon the age, I think, of the borrower right now, there's just, you know, if you're 30 and under, you just – or even 35, you just think rates have been low. You just think rates are 3%, you know, mm-hmm. that's, and I'm getting screwed now. It's mm-hmm. like, this is stupid. You know, I'm not going to do anything. But then there's also got to be a, a common sense to where you do rely a little bit on what is going on out there, what has happened before. And like you said, Todd, you know, what, what is normal mm-hmm. um, and what has been kind of more of an average? Because if you look at the averages, even what we're looking at now is definitely not on like the high end. It's on the high end for comparing the last five 
10 years maybe, but not over like a, a lifespan of borrowing and things like that. So yeah. more mid range then. Yeah. Where we're at right but now. It, it definitely changes the conversations that like I'm having and it changes like the sales pitch, you know, because I, I'm still selling at a certain point because sometimes you come in with what you want to do. And I talk about this a ton. And I, if I'm ever going to write a book, it's going to have something to do with motivation in it. Because to me, what I've learned over the years, it's so much just about what your motivation is. If you came in and I can just tell, like, you want to do this, I'm going to try to figure out a way that it makes sense for you. I mean, yes, you have to qualify in all of those things, but sometimes you just have to think about it a little bit different too. <laughs> I know I had, um, I, I don't know if it was a buddy or whatever it was. He goes, well, you just got to get used to that. I'm like, well, how do you get used to making a $1,000 more a month payment if you don't have the money, you know? Right, right. But there are different ways to look at it. And also with the hope that, hey, if I do get, let's just say I get 6.5% right now, that we probably only need like 1% or something to to look for for a refinance to save some money. Now, I don't want to get into this house so that you are strapped and that never happens. But I also don't think it's unrealistic, again, relying on history to say that rates aren't going to come down in the next three or five years. The other thing that we're starting to see is more ARM products and stuff too, which would just mean instead of having a fixed rate for 15 or 30 years, it's maybe only fixed for five or seven or 10 years. And you might get a half a percent better rate or a 1% better rate to start with the idea that maybe somebody isn't going to live in their house. Maybe um, they're fully on board with the idea that we're going to look for a chance to refinance. So why not get the best rate for the, for the time period until I refinance? So again, you can kind of see what I'm laying out there is based on what somebody is doing, how long they're going to be in the house, uh, what their plans are, um, and things like that. It might tailor how how you try to package something to get through these interest rates right now. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't want to come across because it's taken me a while too. I mean, I, I don't get anything out of having high rates. I mean, it isn't like it's good for me. Right. I can sell a mortgage a lot easier when rates are in the threes. It's sure. just like line up, let's go. What do you want? You yeah. know, let's go. So yeah, it's as far as being a salesman part of it. Um, but also still relying on, you know, what your needs are and what the customer is, not to sound like a big sales pitch here, but that still is super important to me, but it has definitely made me having to sharpen up a little bit of my history, my memory, my experience, but then also, hey, this is going to be okay, and this is what our plan is going to be, so that when this stuff does happen, we've talked about it, but I, I don't think it's right to just be waiting. I just, and again, unless you're just out there kicking tires and you're like, well, we've been looking, you know, but... Because the thing that I'm learning as I get older too, and especially in our area, and I have said this face-to-face with many of my customers, I said, we are an area and a uh, demographic that we wait our whole lives to do stuff, and then we die, and we never did them. You know, so it's like, I never built that shed, I never bought the lake place, you know, but I'm going to save my whole life, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. So as you get a little bit older and you know, as you bury a few people that matter to you and stuff like that, it kind of puts it in perspective and you're like, I got to start doing some of this stuff. Again, not to be foolish or stupid, but how can we make this work? How can we use the interest rates right now with an, uh, with having a plan? And that's really what I've been having to spend time on, but I would like to be spending more time on it with people because it's not very busy right now. But right. hopefully we see a little bit of a drop to at least like get things going and, you know, as spring comes, everything picks up. So What... Uh, it- are you are you allowed to, I don't know, the banking rules and so forth? Like if somebody wanted to buy a property in Arizona or whatever, yeah. they decided they were moving down there, are you yep. able to do that? Then? Yep. We're oh. a national lender, so I can, okay. I can lend anywhere. 
um, which I have enjoyed. I love helping people around here because that's what I've built my whole life on, but, um, and helping your network and friends and everything else. But it's been fun too going. And a lot of that still translates, you know, like you said, your mom is down there. So they were here, but they bought a second home here, Florida, whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've done stuff in many, many different States. And again, going through, and I was doing a lot of that during some of the pandemic and, and since then, so to see what the different markets are like, to see what the realtors are like, to see what's in vogue in each market is kind of crazy. Some of the stuff is, you know, the power that the sellers and even the realtors seem to have. It's almost like you want to go, let's roll the clock back here a little bit to the art of the sale I talked about. It's like, you know, the buyers are just like, we'll do anything. I mean, yeah. I've had I've had it before where um, the I think the – the dad was going to co-sign on this and the sellers were requesting his financials, you know, like we want to see, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when does that become okay? Yeah. Like, how, you know, and I'm talking to the listing agents, yeah. you know, usually I'll just, if you're my buyer and you have, you know, your realtor, that's who I'm talking to because yeah. I'm the lender for you. Yeah. So there's been a lot of different conversations. And again, I still go back to, is this okay, Todd? Is this what you want me to do? Yeah. Um, this isn't normal, but I don't want to be the reason that you don't get this house if that's what you really want. So mm. we, I think we lost a little bit of our senses there on some of that, you know, no inspections, whatever. Not that I'm saying you can't figure out a different way for an inspection, but we were just saying, I will buy that house no matter what. And I will offer you $50,000 more. If it doesn't appraise, I don't care. We'll figure out how to pay for the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's definitely been a, a learning curve, but also kind of a, like, what are we doing here too? And, you know, trying to still keep what's normal and makes sense. Yeah. It's been a crazy roller coaster. It has. When the for pandemic things, hit, it changed everything. It changed did. everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know, but all right. Yeah. Well, uh, it, well, I'll keep you in mind. When <laughs> I, I know you work with Bolson, I, I get it. Well, you know, I mean, I'm a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just it, you it, just it, spent a little time telling me why I should go with you. So, yeah. uh, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of good lenders in our area. We really we do. do, and we, we do. have a. The thing is we have so many good customers. So when I'm talking about the conservative and things like that, that isn't a dig, but yeah. it, it's just a yeah. true statement that we're a real conservative area and that's true. So, yeah. and you know, like I said, everybody's getting pressed in every area. You go out to eat, it costs you more or whatever. And then you're thinking, well, if yes, it matters a lot to me, the house that I want to buy. So I'm willing to pay a little bit more for that, but it's like, I'm not making it up anywhere. I'm not saying besides just stopping doing stuff, you know, which people have had to do, but it's, You've really had to, you know, learn how to manage things and, you know, try to figure out, again, where your motivation is. Like, I have to have that house. A lot of times I'll just look at them if I get a chance to have a, an appointment, which I enjoy yet still sitting down. But you can kind of see that body language yeah. and be like, okay, the wife definitely wants us, so I need to work on <laughs> I need to work on this. You know, or if you can tell the husband is the one in charge or whatever, you know, it's like sure. you kind of get a feel off that. And Big part of the fun. I, I always say life goes on, which it does, and life is going on, and I do think we have to get back to some of that. But I, I understand things have been all over the board, so yeah. it's hard, too, if you like a little bit of stability to say what's happening here. Yeah. But, again, yeah. life goes on. People still need houses, yeah. changing yeah. jobs, so yeah. as you know. So. Hey. Jeff, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, Todd. Jeff Ash with us here uh, on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.